Welcome to the Rock Your Best Life podcast. On this podcast, I bring you information, education, advice, and tips from healthcare professionals, scientists, doctors, and everyday people who have changed their lives and health through diet, lifestyle, and mindset changes and are now rocking their best lives. Join me on this journey to rock your best life. A little disclaimer. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice. As I am not a qualified healthcare provider, the information presented on this podcast is for educational purposes only. Rock Your Best Life and Rock and Rose and Wellness is not qualified to provide medical advice. Consult your own physician with any medical issues that you may be experiencing. This disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors of this podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, First of all, I wanted to apologize for the sound quality on the intro. On the last episode, um, I fixed all the issues. Um, I was recording it through my just my PC, and I found that it was the actually the fan on there <laughs> that was making all that noise, and I couldn't figure it out. Um, I re-recorded my intro, and then I recorded an intro for the last episode with Michelle. Um, and yeah, I couldn't figure out the noise. I tried to <laughs> eliminate it. Um, but I, I have a fix now. I figured it out. Um, but, you know, these are all things that I am just learning along the way. Um, but I wanted to kind of get more consistent with doing these solo casts, even if it's just for a little bit. Um, I apologize. I know that I, I promised you guys I would do a solo cast a week, and I haven't been doing it. Um, but, you know, I just, I, I've been busy, I guess. Um, but I want to try and make this, you know, a priority. So here I am today. I'm doing a solo cast. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to let you guys know, update you guys, that I do have this podcast is now on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, actually, I guess. Um, yeah, that took me a little bit to figure out, but it, it is officially on there now. Um so, I really appreciate it if you like this podcast, if you are finding value in this podcast, that you give it a rating and a review, um, and just give me an honest rating and review. Um, I, I do appreciate honest feedback, um, and I will be reading some of those on the show, and I'll be doing a little giveaway you know, some swag. <laughs> once I once I um, get that made up, um, some Rock Your Best Life podcast swag. Um, and I'll be doing little giveaways with that. Um, yeah. And then I guess in the in the Rockin' Rosa Wellness VIP Rockstars um, group, just an update on what we've been doing in there. Um, we just finished up our ab challenge. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun making it. Um, all the videos in there. I posted each day. I posted three different exercises. 
that I, I showed the group how to do. And honestly, my, my abs are hurting, <laughs> just, just instructing. Um, and I really, I'm, I'm having like so much fun doing these challenges. Um, so I've decided that I am going to put them over on my YouTube channel. Um, I was a little apprehensive, you know, um, because, um, you know, I'm kind of new to putting videos up that I'm instructing, you know, a lot of you, um, that have been following me for years or for a long time, you know, that I was a beach body, um, you know, coach. I was in the MLM for about five years. Um, and I did learn a lot from that. Um, but one of my goals is that I wanted, I want, I still want to go, um, to get some more schooling done. Of course, I still want to, um, I want to go get some more nutrition schooling done. Um, just because I just, I'm just in love with information. Um, and you know, in love with finding different modalities to help people. So I would love to do that, and I, and then I also do. I want to go, um, you know, get get some um, personal training certification under my belt too. Um, I think it's really good to have some of those. Um, so just to have some options that um, you know more ways that I can help people. Um, and let's see here. Yeah, so we had fun with that ab challenge. Um, and I think what I'm going to do next is I am going to do an, a water challenge, um, probably just at the end of the month here. Um, I haven't decided which day. Um, I love doing water challenges because I find that those ones um, do pretty well. And, and they're just like a kind of a daily reminder just to drink more water. Um, I think a lot of times, I know for me, I would forget <laughs> to drink more water. I know we have those water apps and um, and different water devices on, you know, our, our, our water bottles or whatever. But for me, I, I find that it's just fun to do those kind of challenges. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what's going on in the group. Um, so, and I encourage you that if you want some accountability, you want, you want to do some of these fun challenges that you join our group. Um, I always post the link and the show notes, and then over on my YouTube channel, um, go over there too. I always post a little link or in a video sometimes to announce our different challenges. Um, but that is just a fun group that I post, you know, recipes in and just, you know, daily accountability, um, you know, gratitudes, affirmations, just um, a lot of, of stuff that um, I find that helps me. So I know that it helps you guys too. So let's get into the topic today. I think that's all the announcements I really had. Um, so, you know, I get asked a lot um, because, you know, if, if you are familiar with my story, I know that some of you may have just started following me recently and you may not be familiar um, with my health story. I have shared a lot through the years. Um, sometimes it has kind of, it had you know, in the beginning, especially, it really came back to, it felt like I was alone, basically. Um, and I was having a very hard time, even though I consider myself a very strong, you know, independent woman. <laughs> um, 
But I, I felt like I've had to be, especially with my health journey. Um, I had to do things that, you know, I had to change my whole mentality, first of all. Um, I just had to figure it out, basically. I had to figure it out. I didn't have anyone helping me. I didn't have a way. Um, there wasn't all this information as there is now on, you know, gut health. And, um, and you know, maybe there was, but maybe I just, it wasn't in my sphere. Um <laughs> And that, you know, there was no talk of, there was no keto. There was, yeah, I mean, and maybe there was, but it wasn't as popular as it is now, which I, you know, I think now if you are trying to get healthy and you have a lot of gut issues or you have a lot of inflammation, I think now is the perfect time, um, you know, for information. There's so much information out there now. And, and that's why I really wanted to share today what, I use that worked for me in the beginning. So, and, and, and also what led me to make these healthy changes? I mean, what leads anybody to, to just the breaking point, I guess, like the, the rock bottom to make healthy changes, whether that's with addictions, with alcohol, drugs, food, um, is it, you know, what is it that leads us to say, hey, this is not right. There's something wrong here. I, you know, for me, I wasn't willing to accept it. I, I said, no, this is weird. I mean, a lot of the things that were happening were very strange to me and to most people I talk to. Um, and it kind of sounds, you know, far-fetched. Um, and a lot of these, especially digestive issues, they always go, most of the time, they go undiagnosed for many, many, many years. A lot of people I've talked to. Um, had diagnosis, you know, um, they, they didn't have a diagnosis for basically years and years. I mean, going on like 10 years and then finally, oh, boom, they have diabetes, they have cancer, they have these, you know, just really bad, um, it's gotten bad. And I knew in the beginning, I had this feeling, I had this knowing, and don't ask me how I knew this because I can't, couldn't tell you, <laughs> but I just, in the beginning, I had this knowing and I think it was because I did work at a pharmacy. So I saw a lot of sick people and I talked to people and I, you know, I would tell them my struggles, you know, um, with food and, and I would always share because I've just always been an open person. Um, and so I, I learned a lot from talking to people. And then I also learned a lot from just getting, you know, all the books that I could, you know, get my hands on that interested me. Um, and kind of related to what I was going through. So so today I want to just lay it out and let you know that first of all, you're not alone. You're not crazy. You know, these things that you're feeling in your body, they are real, okay? Um, there is a connection with food, with brain health, um, with your reactions to food, and it's not normal. It's We're not supposed to feel this way. And that's like the biggest message um, that I always like to tell people, you know, um, starting a healthy lifestyle is how do, you know, ask yourself this question, how do you feel? How do you feel right now in this moment is, do you feel amazing? You know, are you um, waking up every day? Do you have joint pain? Do you have um, a distended belly? Um, do you have brain fog? Do you have headaches? Do you have, you know, all of these, these different elements that, um, 
you know, mainstream uh, medical community tells us, oh, that's normal. That's just growing older. So I started having these symptoms. Um, so let's just get into it. Yeah, I started having these symptoms um, when I was, you know, this was 2014, when it really kind of, you know, hit. Um, I really hit my rock bottom when I had all these strange symptoms and I was like, what is going on here? And I started to see a connection with mainly, first it was sugar. So I started to see a connection. I had been experiencing a lot of strange uh, symptoms. Um, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to talk about. Um, so I had, I just had these strange symptoms. Like I think the first one I had was I had this, it was like a sore on my lip. It looked like herpes. <laughs> it did. It was very uncomfortable. Um, and then, you know, of course I was always dizzy. I always had issues with, um, blood sugar regulation. Um, I had those issues for a long time and I felt like, because when I was very young, when I was 12, and this is kind of when some of the things started with me. Um, when I was 12, I was just told that I had hypoglycemia and that I needed to just make sure I ate every two hours. I needed to make sure I had my, my sugar. So even at that age, I was given orange juice. Like I had to go. I remember being kind of embarrassed because I would have to go to the office and get my orange juice um, at school. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I was under the impression that I just needed sugar. So I would go, sometimes I wouldn't eat all day and I would just eat sugar. And, and I, of course, you know, didn't feel great doing that. Um, but I thought, well, I just need sugar. I mean, we just need sugar, right? Um, but I, I started to feel like, you know, there was something wrong with the sugar. Um, and um, around the time that I had that, you know, just weird sore on my lip, I... Um, I wasn't feeling well, and I was eating a lot of sugar. It was around Halloween time. So I was eating just, you know, there's candy bars in the in the pharmacy I worked at. Um, there was always donuts. Um, there was all these, those kind of things. And so I would just find myself gravitating towards that, um, you know, sugary drinks, um, that kind of stuff. Um, and... And I just wasn't, you know, feeling good, you know. I And then I started having all these food sensitivities. And then I, I discovered, you know, I had a serious, you know, yeast infections and candida overgrowth. Um, so I, if you, if you listen to my health journey, the first episode, um, I shared that I, I did get, I found a book. So I found this book about um, candida overgrowth. So I got it, a lot of information about leaky gut in that book. And what to do. So there was a plan in that book to do a 21-day um, candida cleanse. So I I found, you know, all these symptoms that I was um, experiencing, you know, over the past few years. I had a um, a, um, a drippy nose, a post-nasal drip. I had, um, you know, chronic sinus infections. <laughs> um, I had, you know, of course, I always had the digestive issues. I've ha- I had had those for a long time. Um, I was always either constipated or I had diarrhea. Um, yeah, TMI, I know. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about poop here and there on this podcast. Um, but, you know, and then I started going to the doctors um, and trying to find an answer. And I, and I, you know, of course, I told them all about what I knew. And 
Um, so basically, most of the doctors just told me, you know, I, I couldn't get diagnosed with anything. Um, and I was told that, you know, that I just needed to stay away from the foods that were bothering me, basically. So I went as far as to have a um, colonoscopy, <laughs> which, you know, at the age of 36, <laughs> that is, you know, um, usually you don't get one that young. So anyway, I had that. Um, and I, you know, they couldn't find anything. They couldn't find, they did find, a, I think they did find a couple polyps at that time and they removed those. Um, but that was about it. Um, they, you know, my, my throat kept closing up too. And I couldn't figure it out. And I started slowly um, removing, you know, at that time, um, removing some of the foods that I I saw a connection with, you know, um, gluten was the big one, wheat, <laughs> bread, you know, that was like the big, the big um, connection that I had in the very beginning. But anyway, I, you know, I knew though that I was not willing to accept you know, that I couldn't get a diagnosis. I just didn't believe it. You know, I was like, you know, there's something wrong here. And that's what I want to implore you to is to do a scan, um, do an inventory, right? I want you to write down, and this is what I did. I wrote down all of my symptoms. I, you know, I was taking this to the doctors. But, you know, I think it's really important in the very beginning to kind of have, you know, a start point. Okay, how are you feeling right now? When you wake up, how do you feel? Okay, today, <laughs> you know, it might be different if you've done a hard workout the previous day, of course, which, you know, I'm guilty of. Um, and I did yesterday. But, um, you know, with that aside, do you, did you get a good night's rest? Were you able to get a good night's rest? Um, are you feeling just really tight, really stressed? Um, you know, how, how are your bowel movements? Are you going to the bathroom? Um, those are really important. What do those look like? And that's, you know, what I started documenting because I saw some big changes when I did change my diet. So, so, you know, in the beginning, I just had this strong why, you know, because I, you know, I wrote down all my symptoms. I was, and even if you don't write down all of the symptoms that you are experiencing right now, if you can kind of do an inventory in your mind and say, okay, what am I okay with? Am I okay with having joint pain and having headaches, um, you know, not feeling my best? Am I okay with all that, having digestive issues, um, you know, having a distended belly 24-7, being very uncomfortable? Am I okay with that? I mean, if you are okay with it, well, you know, good luck <laughs> because it's not going to get better unless you do make changes. And, and um, you know, I saw right away because it was never talked about, you know, with anyone I knew or doctors or anything about the connection with food. But when I, when I started this candida, you know, cleanse, because that was the first step for me. It was a candida cleanse. And then I started documenting it. Um, I started um, just keeping this journal, which I will read from in a little bit. So I wrote down all of the foods that were allowed on this plan, all of the, the foods that weren't allowed. You know, of course, there was no caffeine, um, no, no coffee, no dairy, um, uh, no alcohol. 
and those were the hard things for me in the beginning. Um, you know, I was kind of addicted to all those. Well, I was addicted to all of those things. And so cutting those things out was very hard for me. Um, but I started this journal. I started this mood, food and mood journal. Of course, I didn't call it that, but that's what it is. So I started this journal where I woke up in the morning and I would, um, you know, just state on there what I had upon waking, what I did, and then each meal, like in between. So, um, and this was very, this is so helpful for me to look back on as I continued my journey. And I didn't realize this journey would be so long. Actually, in the beginning, I was convinced I would just do this cleanse and everything would be perfect. It would be fine. I just cleanse my body. And I did cleanse my body in the beginning. It was very rough mentally. It was very rough physically on my body. Um, and that's why I'm, you know, this is why I'm sharing this because I, I learned a lot of things from my experience. So those things I can kind of use with my, you know, clients that may be experiencing some of these things. And you, um, I'm sharing this with you so that you can make these, you know, um, changes, these switches. And you don't have to do it all today. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be all gung-ho like me. But I was just at, I was just at a tipping point where I was like, no, I don't, I don't want all these things. I want to, you know, I want to try this candida diet, anti-candida diet. So that's what I did. Um, and I, you know, in the beginning, I saw some dramatic results immediately. Of course, it was not easy. Um, it was hard. Um, but I, and when I told people um, that would ask questions, of course, when you go out with friends and stuff, especially the alcohol, the alcohol, but then there's the food. You get asked, well, why aren't you eating bread? Why can't you have pasta? Um, why can't you have sweets? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So I, you know, I told them right away, you know what? I have, I have yeast overgrowth in my body and I'm trying to heal it. So all those things, they cause yeast overgrowth. Um, and most people, they're, they thought it was weird, of course, um, <clears throat> but they they accepted that I was healing. And, you know, if you just state it like that, that you're you're on this certain protocol, you're trying to heal your body and you and you can state, you know, maybe some t someday I can have those foods again. But right now I'm trying to heal my body. This is really important to me. I don't feel well. So this, you know, this is what I got to do right now. And, and I just implore you just to be strong in your convictions. And that's, you know, that's what I did in the very beginning. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Um, you know, as time went on, I did um, fall. I did falter. Um, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I, let me, now let me just read to you, like some of the allowed foods that were on the plan that I started on. <laughs> And this was in 2000, um, I'm going to just say 2015, because, you know, it was the end of 2014 when I really started it, but I'm going to say 2015. So at that time, there was no talk of like keto, and, and I didn't even really know about paleo or anything like that, if, you know. Um, <clears throat> I started joining all these different Facebook groups, and to be honest, it was really overwhelming. There was so much. And there's a lot of sad stories in there. People that were just 
you know, highly um, depressed. They had been dealing with for years. And now that I, you know, I have been, you know, dealing with these issues for six years. Um, and it wasn't until 2019 that I saw a big relief from it. Um, you know, and I will go into that later, but, um, it was sad, you know, people had had their colons removed, had their, you know, um, gallbladders removed, like body parts removed. They were eating, you know, they had to empty, you know, bags. Um, and I know people that, you know, you know, they would reach out to me and say, you know, I hope this doesn't happen to you, but this is what happened to me. And this was, uh, what you're experiencing now is kind of the beginning. So I was, I was so determined. I was like, I don't, I don't want that to be me, <laughs> you know? Um, and gosh, <laughs> I was going to try and cry here, but sometimes but looking back on it, it was so hard because I felt so alone and I wasn't getting help. And, you know, and I can't blame anybody. I know my friends, they would try to understand, but, and even my, oh, my poor husband, <laughs> I thought at one point you might leave me um, because it was, you know, when you're, you have a family and you're trying to shop for the family, it is hard. We can't, you know, in the beginning, I was just making all these different, you know, recipes. I was inventing many. I learned to invent many recipes. Um, in the beginning, you know, um, that's what I had to do. There was no cauliflower pizzas. I actually, I, you know, I had many mishaps with that one. In the beginning, I'd made my own, you know, try making it without dairy. It's very hard. You know, I had to put coconut flour in there. Um, I had to put eggs. It was mostly, I think it was mostly cauliflower, coconut. Yeah, cauliflower, coconut, flour, eggs, and some herbs. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Um, and it was okay, but it did fall apart, let's be honest. Um, but I learned, you know, I, I was determined. Okay, so let's let's look in my little journal here. So I do have a list of foods. If I can locate it. Oh, okay, yes, here it is. Okay. And some of these foods, oh, they didn't really make sense to me. You know, um, I ended up eliminating them later um, because, you know, I don't have that, the book that I had. Um, I think I gave it to somebody. <laughs> and that's what I always like to do. I always, you know, if I find value in something, I like to give it away um, so somebody else can, you know, find value as well. Um, so, you know, you're trying, in the beginning, you're trying to, in candida diet, you know, anti-candida diet, you're trying to just starve your body of sugars that are in, you know, they're in plants, they're in fruits, um, not just, they're not just in white flour and white sugar and, um, you know, sweets that you think of. They're also just naturally in uh, foods. Um, so forbidden foods, I'll, you know, I'll just name off a few. You know, they're, of course, all fruits. And at the time, oh, I was enjoying my salads with my dried fruits, and I had a hard time with that one. Um, giving up the fruits. 
So, you know, no strawberries, raspberries, you know, plums, pineapples, pears, blueberries, peaches, apples, you know, no fruits. And the vegetables, no, you know, no beets, no corn, no parsnips, potatoes, pumpkins, squash, except for you could have uh, spaghetti, zucchini, and pan pan squash. And I don't think at that time I was really into squash that much. So I didn't really eat that much of it. Um, you know, no sweet potatoes, no yams. Those are all things that convert to sugar. Um, so no grains, no, you know, no pork. And I'm not, I'm not exactly sure why. I think maybe there might be some, you know, sugars in there or something. I'm not sure. Um, no pasta, no alcohol, no cheese. And I have a little um, frowny face next to the cheese. <laughs> um, no caffeine, no vinegar, no sugar, no white flour. Um, and so those are all the forbidden foods. And it doesn't mention, like, beans or anything in there. And, you know, that's why... I'm sharing my experience now because I would go back and just eliminate the beans, um, the lentils, all that. And I was, so I was eating, I was eating beans, like um, black beans were the first to go for me. I noticed a big issue with those. I, my stomach would just explode basically. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the allowed foods you can have like was just mostly vegetables. Um, so it was all, you know, a lot of leafy greens. You can have beet greens, you can have bib lettuce, cabbage, chard, chicory, collard greens, dandelion greens, you know, a lot of greens, kale, um, mustard greens, spinach, sprouts. Um, you know, you could have carrots, but you know what I did notice, um, and I took those out. So I, I just was listening to my body for the first time in my life, and carrots seemed to kind of spike my insulin, it felt like. So, and of course, and, and tomatoes are allowed on here too. And I was eating a lot of tomatoes at the time. Um, you know, these are just things I learned along the way that I did take out later. Actually, the tomatoes I didn't <clears throat> really end up taking out until, I would say maybe 2018, when I, I took out, um, I took out all um, I took out all, um, night chains. Yeah. Um, because I, I, you know, started to, um, you know, do some more research on that stuff. You know, why wasn't my, my guts, you know, why wasn't my digestive healing after, you know, a few years on this kind of diet. So basically I was eating all these, you know, bell peppers were allowed, tomatoes, broccoli, you know, um, a lot of these things, you know, were allowed, you know, it was mostly, um. I guess just mostly vegetables, you know. The fruits that were allowed were like avocados, coconuts, lemons, limes, olives. <laughs> um, I could have, you know, some Greek yogurt, which I did have at the time too. Um, you could have, you know, legumes. You can have beans, um, mushrooms, you know. You can have meat. Um, you can you could have nuts and seeds too, and um, you know I did have those at the time too. But I think um, you know that was like my first step into it. So it was an anti candida diet, and I did see dramatic symptoms kind of disappear in the very beginning, and I lost a lot of weight. 
Um, I really did get really malnourished, though. So I got, you know, really too skinny. So I didn't know it at the time, but my body was, you know, just really malnourished. So I was eating a lot of food, but these were all very, you know, kind of low-calorie foods. I wasn't eating a lot of meat or fat. Um, I think the meat I was eating in the beginning, you know, of course, was like chicken. Later, I moved on to like, you know, some beef um, because I hadn't eaten beef for a few years. And I I really liked the way it made me feel just lit up my brain. It Oh, it made me feel amazing. And I couldn't understand why I felt like a super high when I ate beef. <laughs> I felt amazing. So, and I did eat eggs. Um, and, and you know, I was feeling better. Um, so, I kept that up for 15 months. And then, you know, it, it got harder to keep that up. Um, I found myself kind of just binging. Um, and I had never, you know, had an issue with, um, you know, food addiction. But I... I developed one, and I don't know if it was because I was, you know, I was restricting so much for, you know, so long, long period of time, and I was like, I've been a good girl, right? So I should be able to have this stuff, and I would have it, and I would immediately feel horrible, of course, um, but I, that's kind of when my addiction began in 2016 with food. Um, I would binge in secret, and I would feel horrible, and then I'd get back on track, um, you know, of the whole cycle. Um, but I did have a strong why, um, but sometimes that why was overridden by that sugar addiction. So sugar, <laughs> again, sugar. I can never seem, you know, to control that at the time. Um, and it would take me, you know, a long time. But that's, you know, this is what I want to reiterate is that, you know, looking back, I'm able to look back now and see what was working. So what was working for me was definitely this, you know, kind of anti-candida approach. And later I would realize that this is really almost like a keto diet. So you're really low sugar. Um, and, you know, the coconut oil was used to kill off. So I was actually taking spoonfuls of coconut oil. So I guess I was getting some fat in there, some healthy fats. Um, that was used to kill off some of the candida overgrowth. Um, and I did start to feel better. Um, and I, and I started to really realize that food, you know, food and, um, these different lifestyle changes I was making was really helping me. It was, um, I would say that, you know, the hardest thing was to, you know, I didn't really have a community in the beginning for me. I didn't have a community, and I often broke down. I got really emotional. I felt alone. Um, I felt really alone. I didn't really have a community because the, the the ones that I tried to reach out to, they, it seemed like they were just trying to, um, you know, throw at me all these different things to try all these supplements, all these I didn't know what to do. Um, I tried a few different ones, you know. Um, but in the end, what I, I realized is that I felt best just eating clean, whole foods. And then in 2016, you know, I started to hear more about this candida diet and stuff. Um, and I just did still struggle with trying to figure out where I fit in. 
And, and that's what I want to, you know, reiterate to you is just find what works for you. You don't have to fit into a certain diet. Um, find what works for you. Um, if it's working for you, just do that. Do what makes you feel good. And also, you know, get some information. Um, but I, I want to, you know, before I end this um, episode, I want to um, just read from my, my journal, you know, day one. <laughs> um, what was I eating? I was eating a lot of vegetables. Yeah. Um, and I did for probably about four years, I ate a very vegetable heavy diet, um, until <laughs> that backfired on me. Yeah. That completely backfired on me. And I, I didn't, of course, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know that some of these vegetables that you're eating are actually causing more gut destruction. Um, and, you know, um, in the beginning, I, you know, like I said, I was a beach body coach um, for about five years. I didn't want to stop doing that um, just because I wasn't feeling well. So, you know, I just kept going. I had to kind of alter my workouts. I had to switch to more of a strength, um, you know, resistance training, like weights. <laughs> and I really did um, have a lot of great results with that. Um, I was getting stronger, but sometimes it took a lot. Uh, it took a lot to do that. Okay, so let's start with the day one. So I had green tea. Upon waking, I did my workout. I had a green salad for lunch with avocado, lemon dressing. And that was a dressing that I made, um, you know, I created <laughs> myself because that was one of the things, you know, I had to eliminate all processed foods. Um, there was no more buying dressings in the grocery store. Um, so, and, and I drank lemon water all day. My mouth was very dry. And that was the first thing I really noticed was um, switching my diet. My mouth was just really dry all day, and I started to feel nauseous, clammy, sore throat, and very phlegmy. Yes, <laughs> I remember those days. Um, I had turkey, lentils, and broccoli and cauliflower tossed with coconut oil, garlic powder, cayenne pepper for dinner. Um, my tongue is already looking a little better, but I am still itchy. Yes, classic candida overgrowth. And that was the big thing. That's why I, that was my rock bottom <laughs> It was, I was itchy all over. Um, I, I had this film on my tongue, this yellow film. It was really gross. <laughs> I took pictures of it. Um, but what I started to notice with just this whole foods diet, um, those things were slowly going away. Even my eyes were changing. Um, they were becoming clearer. I, I documented all these things. Um, and, and that's what's really nice about just doing a journal. And I implore you. If you're just starting your, your journey, just, you know, start a journal. Um, start a food and mood journal. And this really did help me. I mean, it sounds silly in the beginning. But looking back, and I didn't do this through, you know, of course, the whole last, you know, six years. But every now and then I would go back to documenting. When I wasn't feeling right, I would um, go back to documenting uh, with a journal. And it did help, you know. As I've shared before, I struggle with alcoholism. I have a, a journal that I would start each time for that, too, um, about how I was feeling each day because that, if you've ever gone through um, that detoxification um, and just quitting, you know, any kind of substance, 
you go through this emotional roller coaster. Um, but <laughs> yeah, some of these, some of these journal entries, I'm like, oh yeah. After I read them, I'm back there. I'm back to where um, my body was detoxing. So, and I was having these really extreme dizzy, nauseous, like for a few weeks. I was nauseous. Like I felt like I needed to throw up, but I, I couldn't. Um, you know, heart, irregular heartbeats. Uh, my hands and feet started to throb. Um, and, you know, I, I did reach out to my sister at the time, I think. Um, because she always had these weird food sensitivities, too, and these digestive issues. Um, she told me to take some baby aspirin, um, and that did help a little bit. Um, um, but, yeah, just, you know, just these different things I was implementing, um, I'm able to look back on this. Um, and I'm able to see what, you know, what worked at the time for me. And I can use this information to help other people, too. So I started with the Candida diet, and then later it, it did turn into just a whole foods keto, you know, because I, I, it was around 2016 where I really began to see a lot more on keto and paleo and all that stuff. Um, and then, you know, I think 2017 is kind of when, you know, when people would see me eating, you know, and this was a big source of not really embarrassment, I guess. I, I mean, I knew I needed to eat this way to feel good, so I was fine with it. Um, but, you know, in the work environment, you know, when you have jobs and you're in, your, in the lunchroom and all that, that was hard sometimes because people would be kind of mean. And they would call me a rabbit. Uh, you know, I had days when I was eating just salads. I had days when I was just eating, you know, meat sometimes. Um this was a progression for me, but I, I would just get made fun of for what I was eating. And I don't think that's right. You know, bullying is not okay. Um, but I would go home sometimes just crying, like, you know, why doesn't anyone understand? I have to eat this way, you know? And a lot of people would give me a hard time, but I just want to say, you know, if it's important to you, if you want to feel good, don't worry about what other people think, you know? And... You don't have to explain what you're eating to anybody else, you know. And a lot of times, you know, it was hard because I felt like, you know, other people thought that I was just too good. I was goody-goody. No, that's not it. I can't, you know, and I would tell them, I can't eat those things or I will get sick. You know, and they would try and give me a cookie. <laughs> but, you know, just stay strong. And this has helped me to stay strong is journaling. And then, you know, I started a gratitude journal. So that is just a little journal where you can just document, you know, each morning you write three to five things that you're thankful for. And that really helps me too. Um, and affirmations, you know, I am healthy, I'm strong. Um, you know, I am healing my body. Those were some of the ones, you know, that I had written in um, for a while. You know, I just had to keep reminding myself that I was on this health journey. And that's why I, I want you to just take away from this episode that you we all start somewhere. You don't have to start with keto. You don't have to start with paleo. Maybe you can start with just eliminating a few, you know, of those those processed foods, white, white flour, white sugar. 
you know, anything with white flour, white sugar, um, anything with, you know, seed oils. If you can eliminate those things, then you are on the right track, I believe. Um, and, you know, just baby steps. You know, I fell off many times and I got back on because I knew this, that this way of eating has helped me. Um, and, you know, I know that when you make these changes, it's not easy. It's not easy to stick to. But eventually you will, you will just find that you will just feel so much better. Um, and this is kind of what I use with my clients. I, I think it's important to find, you know, establish a good why in the beginning. Why are you doing this? Um, maybe you can look at your family history. And I don't believe that everything's determined by that. But I do believe that we can change epigenetics. Um, so we can change the environment around us to change the outcome. Um, and... And you can change your outcome just by just be by being mindful, really, um, by taking out some of those, you know, just, you know, some of the friends I've talked to over the years, they've asked me, you know, I'm not feeling right. What can I do? And, you know, the only advice I, you know, given them is, well, you know, of course, I don't know what's going wrong with you or on with you, but maybe you can try just take out, you know, take out grains. Um Take out dairy for a period, you know, see how you feel. Take out, you know, um, the alcohol for a little bit. See how you feel. And I'm not saying that you have to be strict <laughs> um, all the time, but maybe just take those things out and you see how you feel. And that is really a motivation. I mean, that has been a big motivation for me. Um, when I, Whenever I went back to eating, you know, sweets or, you know, chocolate or whatever, I would I would immediately feel a certain way and not feel my best. So that would kind of just reiterate to me that, you know, of course, maybe those things are okay once in a while. Maybe I can handle them once in a while. But just because you can handle something doesn't mean you should, you know, ingest it, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I, I struggled a lot for a long time. Um... And the more I would speak about it, you know, and some of these these foods, I would try to um, add them back in. Um, I think it was around 2016, I, I started adding foods back in. And I didn't even realize, you know, of course, you don't, you don't realize when you're, when you're gaining the weight. I knew I wasn't feeling the best. But I actually started getting high off of these different uh, foods I was eating. So... Um, and that was one thing I did document too is, oh, I feel, I can't, you know, especially times when I wasn't drinking. So I would go back to drinking certain times and that would just make everything worse. Um, but the times I wasn't drinking, I would substitute, I would substitute that high with sugar, sugar, processed foods, some processed foods. And of course I would do this all in secret, <laughs> of course, but it all showed up on my thighs. Yeah. I gained like 20 pounds in a matter of a couple months. And and that's when I would make, you know, the drastic change again. Um, but I just struggled. You know, I struggled with the food addiction. Um, and, you know, the one thing that just led me back was just knowing that I felt better on this way of eating. I felt better with the whole foods. Um, uh, foods that I knew that um, 
worked for me, basically. So finding the foods that work for you is really important. Um, yeah, because I had some really devastating times when I would introduce things and I had a little too much, you know, especially like sweet potatoes. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I want to say, too, is just because it's on a diet plan and just because everyone's doing it and it, oh, sounds healthy, sweet potatoes. I can't have sweet potatoes. <laughs> Um, I tried them several times. I ended up just bloated and just horrible, you know, for a, a whole day, not feeling the best, very tired. Um, and I, you know, I don't know if it's the carbs or the sugar, the natural sugars that are in it, uh, the starch, you know. Um, but, you know, when you have, you know, gut issues and your gut's not ready for that yet, maybe someday um, when I've healed it more, Um but you have to kind of know where you're at. You have to know where you're at in your healing process. And that's what I want to reiterate. Um, just know where you're at. And this is what is, you know, this is what I use with my clients that really help. We first, we establish our why. Um, and then we, you know, I start them on a food and mood journal. You know, how are you feeling? And that is really what's helped. You know, I'm not forcing you to, to go primal or paleo or, keto or carnivore um but what i would you know love for everyone to do is just to get in touch with their bodies again um and take inventory how are you feeling you know how are you feeling today um when you eat that food how do you feel afterwards um what is your body trying to tell you and our bodies are always screaming at us but you know unfortunately <laughs> We live in a world where everything's screaming at us and we're not listening. So, you know, taking the time to, you know, just take inventory, write all those things down, start a journal today. Um, so that's the first step. Just start a journal. Um, and you don't have to do it every single day. I know I had days where I didn't do it, but it could be a base that you come back to and then you can look back and say, oh, wow, look how far I've come. And look at the information that I've accumulated. Become your own scientist. Um, I know that is what really helped me on my journey. It's just, you know, and don't be set in a certain way. You know, I, for a long time, I thought that a whole foods, just keto diet was like the answer to life, right? <laughs> and when I started having, you know, just more and more digestive issues, even though I was just eating this whole foods diet, I started to question, okay, well, maybe this, even though this is a vegetable, maybe it's not the best for me. So I became my own scientist again. So you, you know, you have to do that again and again. And maybe you take those foods out for a little bit. And then maybe you go to, you know, an extreme elimination diet, which is the carnivore diet. And then you reintroduce. And that's what I've done. I've reintroduced a few things. And much... Like I've had, I've had really great success from that. So that was more powerful to me. Um, but I will save that for another episode. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you found some value from it. Um, start a journal today um, and let me know how it goes for you. Try taking out, you know, a food um, that you think may be an issue. Maybe it's almonds. <laughs> Maybe it's spinach, you know. For a long time, I didn't think it could be spinach, but spinach actually would cause me a lot of issues. And nuts. Yeah, spinach and nuts, those things. 
Um, but anyway, I just want to um, encourage you to try something new today. And if you take anything from this, I want you to take, just start a journal. Um, start a food and mood journal when you wake up. Just, just um, first of all, put in there how you're feeling when you wake up. Um, you know, do you have a headache? Is your mouth dry? Are your joints achy? Um, and then what is the first thing you put in your mouth? Is it water? Is it tea? Is it coffee? And what do you drink? What do you eat and drink throughout the day? How many times are you eating <laughs> um, and drinking things? Um, how do you feel afterwards? Um, how are your bowel movements? All of the above. How many times are you peeing? How does it feel? Are you having pain? Um, all those things. Um, and then I, you know, I encourage you to do that. And I assure you that you will see some results if you make a small change. So as always, I want you to rock your best life. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, don't forget to leave it a rating, a review on your favorite podcast um, app. And as always, um, all of the information on this podcast is for information, is just for educational advice. I am not a doctor. Um, I am not your doctor. Um, I don't know your health history. Um, so, you know, I implore you to, to make some of these changes, but always consult your physician, your doctor, you know, especially if you're on any kind of medications. So I will leave you with that, and I hope you have a great rest of your day and your weekend is awesome and I will see you on the next podcast or I'll talk to you I guess on the next podcast episode bye for now if you enjoy or find value in this podcast then please consider supporting Rock Your Best Life on Patreon by becoming a patron you'll help us reach more people and continue to create great content there are also exclusive perks available, such as private consultations with me, early access to content, and so much more. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash rockyourbestlife. Check the episode show notes for the link, and I thank you, and I will see you there.